Well, what a couple of weeks it has been since our last episode. With the CIS Indoor Conference Champs going down this past weekend, there is no shortage of excitement. Records were broken, tempers flared, and everything is now in place for an exciting CIS championship just a week away in Windsor, Ontario. On this week's show, we try to make sense of it all with Adam Stacy, aka Mr. Tracky, giving us the lowdown on what happened at the OUAs, and Graham Naismith, our man on the track, will be putting the AUS RSEQ and Ken West into perspective. Don't go anywhere, you're listening to the Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production. Gonna come right down to the finish. Oh, Stafford trying to hold on to her title. Gaulish looks like line. she's might take it. Oh. You're tuned into the Terminal Mile at the Terminal Mile on Twitter. And with the conference championships happening this past weekend, there's a ton of excitement in the world of indoor track. But the conference that seems to be on everyone's mind after this weekend is the OUA. Adam Stacy, aka Mr. Tracky, was there, and he's here with us now to run through just what happened. Welcome to the show, Adam. Thanks a lot, Michael. You watched the full meet from start to finish with the obvious aside, which we'll get to in just a moment. What were the real standout races for you at this OUA meet? You know what? It was it was a great meet. There was 11 OUA records, I believe, that were broken. Um, so obviously the uh, U of T girls were super impressive. Their team win was way dominant. So loved watching uh, Sasha, Sasha Gaulish and... Gabriella Stafford, you know, both of those girls really ran well. It was great to see uh, Brittany Crew, uh, who was one of the hometown girls, York University, who broke both the uh, shock put and weight throw records. Uh, and then it was fun watching Robin Bone, too, who was in the women's pole vault. And she actually almost faulted out. She faulted the first two of her opening jump, her opening height, and then she went on to break the OUA record. So that was pretty awesome to see. And uh, loved watching, you know, some of the Windsor guys. Belmore in that 600 led from start to finish and again broke the OUA record and split a super fast time in that 4 by 8 And uh, watching Allman come from behind once again in the men's 1,000 and almost get that 4 by 4 was, was pretty exciting to watch. There's been a few events that have been really hyped over, up over the past couple of weeks, uh, including that really stacked women's 1500. Now, uh, run through who was involved in that and how did it end up turning out? Yeah, well, uh, the two Toronto girls that I mentioned already, uh, Gaulish and Stafford, were, were your two favorites. And then you had four Guelph girls, you know, in the mix. So, you know, it, it was really an exciting race. Uh, basically, it was won by... Uh, one millisecond, I believe. Uh, so Gaulish took the victory over uh, Stafford, but it was it was right to the wire. Couldn't even couldn't tell who won. You know, live we had to wait for the results. And yeah, I know it's super exciting. Definitely, definitely. Now York is regarded as a pretty fast Canadian track. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, did that translate into mostly fast races, or were tactics pretty much the name of the game throughout the entire meet? It was it was a bit half and half. Um, some of the races, you know, were, were very fast, like the women's and men's uh, 600. You know, both the OUA records went down, you know, off fast-paced races. 
Uh, but then you had some slow races too. The the women's 15 was actually a bit tactical, although you know those Toronto girls had massive kicks, so they still ran reasonably fast times. But you know if that was an even pace, those girls would have went so fast. And then you know the men's 1500 was pretty fast, uh, and the men's and women's 3000 were a little bit tactical again with with huge kicks. Now speaking of tactics, the men's 3000 seems to be the talk of the Canadian track community. Uh, where do we start with this? Uh, do you want to run down <laughs> just uh, what happened during that race? Well, all you have to do is go on the forum and read 11 pages of posts. <laughs> Perhaps we can get the uh, too long didn't read from you. Well, yeah, no, basically, uh, most most people know what went on. You know, you had that fourth Guelph runner who was ranked 13th in the CIS. Of course, you have to be top 12 in the CIS to qualify or you have to be top two at the OUA. So, you know, those those three Guelph runners that were already qualified, uh, Proudfoot, Dalhanti and Hendricks, you know, attempted to, you know, get that fourth guy in. So they they, you know, put on a bit of a show. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a good show, but but it was a messy show for sure. Now what was the atmosphere like during that race and you know off camera after the race, what were the dynamics like around the track? Well, I don't, I don't know if people like, like from, from watching it live, like I have this little screen that I'm pretty much looking at, you know, the entire time. So, so I don't actually get to see it as good live as you'd think. So I think a lot of people didn't like, you could tell it was a messy race, but I don't think you could really tell, you know, how kind of, how kind of messy the race was until after you got to watch it and, you know, kind of, you know, (laughs) watch it on demand. So um, it was interesting to see, uh, you know, a lot of the guys were talking, uh, you saw, you saw Forbes and Wilkie and, um, a tree, of course, who were the three that were most affected by it. They, they were all kind of talking after the race and cooling down together. And, uh, but yeah, I know it was pretty wild and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Like it was an interesting tactic that they tried, but just, just went really wrong and, and uh, they were they were way too physical with the field, I think. Now, uh, you know, speaking of uh, of all this modern technology and watching things on the man, the, as many people know, you are the you are the the brains and the mind and the and the hands behind Tracky. You know, have you uh, have you seen a real spike in in traffic and that sort of stuff? Are people super <laughs> interested in the, in this sort of thing? Um, yeah, I know definitely the the OUA men's three thousand video is actually. It's the most viewed video that we've ever posted, <laughs> and wow. you know that's after after you know under a week. So, and then of course the the topic that's that's going on is is almost up to thirty thousand views, I believe. So, so yeah, no, there was definitely a big spike of traffic with with uh, mainly that men's three thousand. Uh, just a lot of debate going on with that. You know. Uh, it's- Keeping on the same topic, but maybe delving off it a little bit, after such a grueling tactical race, uh, do you think that there's hope for a really fast record-breaking race at CIs? I mean, there are guys who can do it. Will it happen? Um, it's hard to say. Like, championship races, you know, rarely go fast because, you know, you've got to have somebody that, that wants to take it. And the 3,000 is the day before the 1,500 too, so... So it's hard to say, like a lot of those guys will be doubling, so they might not want to make it, you know, as fast of a pace, so they kind of recover better for for that 1500. Um, but we'll see, like, we'll, we'll see who's in it, and hopefully someone, you know, makes it an honest pace, and, you know, I think we can definitely see that record go down. 
Now, in your opinion, who are you looking forward to watching at CIs, and uh, what events will be the most exciting for you to watch? Um, well, I'm a I'm a distance guy myself, so so you know, 600 to 3,000, I'm I'm most interested in, I guess. I'm super excited to see both the men and women's 1500. Uh, it's it's awesome to see like you know the 1,000 guys meeting up with the 3,000 guys, and you know just battling it out. Um, so. You know, of course, on the men's side, probably the top three, you know, Thomas Riva from Victoria, Ross Proudfoot from Guelph, and, and Chuck P.T. From, from Laval. And, of course, there's a ton of other guys that could, could mix things up. And on the women's side, like, really excited to see, you know, Stafford and Gaulish go at it again and then throw in Sarah Inglis from uh, Trinity Western in that mix. And it's, it's just going to be a, an awesome race to watch. Just in case people... You know, the one of the two or three people out there who haven't seen the race yet uh, or any of the races from the past weekend, just in case they, they haven't found it yet, where exactly can they go to uh, to find some of these on-demand races? Yeah, so so the OUAs, you can go on tracky.ca and then you can click on Tracky TV. And uh, the easiest way is from there, just click on competitions and then you can see a list of all the competition uh, on-demand videos we have and just click on the OUA and you can you can view all the races there. Have you heard? Will there be any uh, CIS streaming available? Yeah, there's there's definitely going to be a CIS live stream. Uh, the the Windsor organizing committee is uh, putting that on. Should be should be streamed on CIS TV. Uh, so of course we'll have we'll have all those links for you on Tracky.ca, and uh, we'll be running a prediction contest again. Uh, so you got to enter that, and we're going to have some good prizes. Perfect. Thanks a lot. He is Mr. Tracky, Adam Stacy, and uh, thanks a lot for being on the uh, on the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, he's oh, making a move to the What is going on here? Twelve on the inside. tree though sitting in fifth behind those four Guelph runners is he gonna be able to break through holy what this is so weird <laughs> you're listening to the terminal mile a tracky radio production at the terminal mile on twitter we're also on itunes as well as stitcher and tuned in as well now right now i am joined by graham naismith graham naismith is the host of the time clock a special segment here on the terminal mile that keeps you up to date with what has been happening all around the country and all around the world as well in the world of track and field graham it's been one heck of a week how have you been keeping up with it all well it's been fun i mean track has been providing some great coverage of the ouas there we uh they were getting that live stream up and then they have the on-demand videos up on the site right after so anyone who didn't watch it live can tune in and watch it right on the site and it's been fun you know keeping track of everything that's happening across the country so let's uh let's go east to west uh what 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 happened in the aus championships you know who are some of the some of the big players there and uh, what were the big races like mm-hmm. well in the maritime sarah taplin from dalahousie uh, we'll start with the women here so sarah taplin uh she set a stadium record in the 60 meter hurdles uh, with a 9.15, and she smashed her own conference record uh, with a jump of 11.96 in the triple jump. So she broke her own record in the triple jump. 
Uh, her teammate, Chantal Robitaille, set a conference record with a jump of 5 meters 57 in the long jump. And Robitaille also set a conference record by winning the pentathlon. So uh, some of those Dalhousie girls, were uh, the records were falling out in the Maritimes. And on the men's side, there wasn't too, too much going on. There was a good race in the 600 with Mackenzie Monroe from St. FX and UNB's Dan Brown. Both runners beat a 23-year-old AUS record in that race. That's the 600 meters. Monroe finished with a time of 121.68, just a hair ahead of Brown, only a tenth of a second um, ahead of Dan Brown. And those two also raced in a 300 with Brown coming out on top in that one. And Dalhousie swept the banners convincingly out in the Maritimes in the AUS. You know, those guys, they really like to talk the big talk. Uh, do you think they have the walk to back it up? Like, what's going to happen when, when it comes CIS time for them? You know, it's going to be interesting because the Maritimes, they're they're kind of almost like their own separate, um, I want to say, like, I don't know the way to describe it, but they're their own separate, well, they're obviously their separate conference, but all of their time seems to only be measured amongst themselves. I was looking at the, the rankings that are on Tracky. Um, this week for the CIS rankings and they were only there weren't a whole lot of them in the top 12 but the ones that were there you definitely got to keep an eye on them they can be some dark horses heading into the uh, nationals next week especially in those middle distance races for the men now moving west to uh, to your home province to the RSEQ uh, you know there's definitely some big players uh, in in that and uh some some big races there happening as well uh rundown what were the highlights of that one yeah when it comes to quebec michael i'm going to give you three letters three initials i'm pretty sure you can already guess what they're going to be oh boy can i cpt that's right chuck philibert thibotto was added again although his times weren't quite as fast as last year he still won the 600 meters the 1000 meters and the 1500 meters However, the 3,000, he was beaten by Laval teammate Alexis Lavoie-Gilbert. And uh, as I mentioned, his times were a bit slower than last year. For instance, in the 3,000, he ran an 8.25 this year compared to in 2014, running 8.01. But uh, regardless, he's still off to nationals, and you can kind of pick and choose the events he wants to run. And he was also voted the male track athlete of the year for the RCQ. The McGill Redmen won both the 400, or sorry, the 4x200 and the 4x400 meter relays, thanks in large part to third-year runner Javier Montalvo. Uh, he's American, and he also took home the gold in the 300. And Laval, uh, their great long-distance runners, won the 4x800 meter relay. On the women's side, uh, a record fell at these championships, and that was in the women's long jumps. Laurence Baudet from Sherbrooke was the favorite heading into the event, and uh, she was leading the country with a jump of 6.04, and she bested that with a jump of 6.06. So she's off to nationals with a ton of confidence, and she also uh, won the 60 meters and 60 meter hurdles, and she was meeting the CIS standards in both of those cases. So as I said, she's got a lot of confidence heading into nationals next week. And uh, Laval were the overall winners for the men, while Sherbrooke took home the banner for the ladies. Now, going back to CPT for just a second, uh, you know what? You said that his time's not quite as fast as last year. However, he is coming off of Nationals uh, last week. And uh, do you think it's just a case that maybe he's uh, he's saving his peak for the big CIS tournament? 
Uh, I honestly couldn't tell. You know, I didn't see him run. I didn't see if he was really going full out the entire way or if he um, was was kind of in cruise control in the, maybe the final lap. I, I couldn't tell you, unfortunately. But hopefully there's going to be some really great races in the uh, the longer distances at Nationals. For sure, for sure. Well, we just uh, finished talking with Adam Stacey about the OUA, so we're going to jump over Ontario out to uh, to the Can West Division and uh, tell me about what happened there this week. Well, out west there was a really great finish in the women's 1000 with Rachel Francois from Victoria, and she outleaned Trinity Western Sarah Inglis. Uh, Francois went out to went on to win the 600 meters, and Inglis really turned some heads in the 1500 as she broke a 34-year-old meet record by almost four seconds. So that was a really, really strong run. Uh, her final time was 4.16.8, I believe, 4.16.8 or 4.16.9. And uh, Inglis is also leading the country this year in the 3000, but she elected not to run as I guess she felt her time of 9.09 would be enough to qualify her for nationals, and it was. And Trinity Western also placed well in the field events with Sabrina Netty. She jumped a 12-2 in the triple jump, and Cloda Allen was absolutely flying in the long jump. Her leap of 6.22 puts her well into top spot in the country, ahead of Laurence Baudet, whom I mentioned just before. For the gentlemen, 300 meters was really fun to watch. Graham Black and Nathan George were going head-to-head. And it was Black who won by two hundredths of a second. So that was a really close heat. And the men's 300 was going to be really fun to watch at Nationals because those AUS runners who I was mentioning before, then you factor in uh, also these Canada West guys. So it's going to be really fun to watch. And all 12, the top 12 um, in the rankings for CIS, they're all within less than a second of each other. And uh, you can, if you don't believe me, you can check out all those rankings on tracky.ca. One of the... Best runners from Canada West is Thomas Riva of the Victoria Vikes. I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with Riva. Uh, he owns the best time in the 1500 this year and is also nationally ranked for the 1000. He did not run in the 1500, which was a bit, bit disappointing, but I guess you want to save yourself. And uh, But he did win the 1000 with a time of 2.22, and he helped the Vikes win the 4 by 800 meter relay. So he'll definitely be one to keep an eye on next week. In the 60-meter hurdles, Callum Inns ran an impressive eight seconds flat, and that's the third fastest time in the country this year. As I mentioned, the Vikes won the 4x800-meter relay, and the Calgary Dinos took home gold in 4x2 and 4x4. And the Calgary Dinos went on to win the men's title. The women's banner was taken home by Trinity Western, and there was a really impressive jump in the triple jump by Aaron Hernandez from Lethbridge. He had a great jump of 5 in the triple jump as I mentioned and he is the first CIS athlete to break the 15 meter mark in 2015 so that's all I've got for you this week Michael Nationals next week looking forward to it definitely definitely now uh, you know there's a ton of really exciting things a lot of things that you just outlined I heard a lot from from Adam as well I'm sure you've been keeping track of the OUA as well Um, you know question for you what events are you really looking forward to at, uh, at CIS well, I mean, there's so many to keep. There's so many runners to keep an eye on. I mean, I'm a big fan of Kamika Bingham from uh, York in the, that 60 meter. I just don't think she can be beat at her 60 meter. I saw her at nationals, uh, the Canadian Indoor Nationals, 
last week I was on the time clock, of course, and she was really impressive then. I just don't think she can be beat, so I'm going to be keeping an eye on her. And also those middle distance in the 300 and the 600. I'm really, I was really impressed by some of the times put up by the AUS runners, and uh, I'd like to see how they factor in when you, when you bring in all of the runners from all across Canada. I want to see where those AUS runners are going to finish. And uh, no matter what, it's going to be a really fun event, and I think everyone's looking forward to it. He's our man on the track. He is Graham Naismith, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you in a couple more weeks just after, after CIs, and then we will run that uh, all through that as well. Sounds good? Sounds great. Coming around the bend, Belmore still leads. Looks Smart like, is on his heels. Moody looks like third. Moody falling off a little bit here. And coming into the Here we go. Line. Smart. Anderson of Guelph and Land round out four and five. Oftentimes, indoor track isn't really seen as primetime running. It's the Friday night smackdown to outdoor tracks Monday night raw, if you will. Sure, the athletes who do well during the outdoors will also do well during indoors as well, but the glory, the viewership, and often the belts get handed out during one and not so much the other. This season has been anything but subpar, though, whether it be the now infamous men's OUA 3000, sparking pages and pages of debate online, or perhaps the gripping storylines out of Toronto. And really, who can forget the standout players from across the country in all distances and all events? I believe we are truly living in a great time for Canadian collegiate running, but if I may offer one small bit from the track side, it's that respect and positive dialogue can go such a long ways to making something good even better. Make your words and your actions on the track matter. Now, if I may step down from my soapbox for a second, best of luck to all at the CIS Championships. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Terminal Mile. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks also goes out to our guests today, Adam Stacy as well as Graham Naismith. And thanks always goes to Tracky for all their ongoing support. If you want to find us, you can find us on Twitter at The Terminal Mile. You can also find us on Stitcher Radio as well as iTunes, Tuned In, and of course, Tracky.ca. Tune in to our next episode in two weeks when we'll be talking all about the CIS championships. Until then, you've been listening to The Terminal Mile, a Tracky Radio production.